radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. If it's Saturday, we must be talking real money. I'm Don McDonald, Tom Cock over there, and that's exactly what we're doing. We're talking money live on the radio and then later on a podcast, and you, you can get answers to those nagging financial questions at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. It is really easy. And it is absolutely free, and uh, we promise to give you straight answers to those important questions. And they get a copy of your book, right? ones that I'm furiously signing. How's the right arm holding up? It's, man, I get cramped up at this age. Yeah. I think I'm getting arthritic hand from signing books. Yeah, it's a great book. Yeah. Really, really, Financial physics. Yeah. So How how money and investing No obligation, you just get the book. You can read yeah, it, you can use it to just, prop just up start, your terminal, whatever it is. Let's just start with that premise. All the stuff we offer you is truly free, and there's no obligation and no sales pitches. We just don't believe in that. Although. We don't, we don't although, need it. Yeah, well, we kind of do. I, uh, because no, we don't. I, I made a misstatement earlier today. We need to raise our fees rather substantially, turns out. Oh, because really? we Why? had well, we what, had a client event. Do? We had a client event do? today. Well, I I messed up. We had a client event today, which is which is great because I oh. love seeing everybody. Okay. This is going to be the saddest saddest oh, part of the show ever. Horrible, horrible. We're news. Raise our fees. This is really sad. Well, and I I was there, and I was talking about the fact that you're coming out uh, this summer uh, mm-hmm. to see a lot of our clients and hang out, and and we have a we have a tenth year celebration. Hard to believe, ten years. A vestry, but we do. And I was talking about the fact that your form of transportation was going to be a Gulf Stream. Gulf Stream, yeah, yeah. I think you may have misspoken. I did. It, I, I a think gul- isn't a Gulf Stream a very expensive aircraft? I believe it is. Yeah. yeah. So I um, like. I'd love it to be I, in a Gulf Stream. I but- said if if if. If I, I I couldn't remember. I asked some one of our crack you couldn't advisors. Remember what I was? No, it, I asked, and they said Gulfstream, mm, and I was like, so I said Gulfstream no. to everybody. Airstream. And yeah, and so I, which apparently the Gulfstream is like twenty million dollars more than the Airstream. Yes, about twenty million. Yeah. More. So, well, yeah, particularly this Airstream, which I bought used for nineteen thousand dollars. <laughs> Plus, I said if Don's coming out here in a Gulfstream, I'm going to upgrade from my Honda Pilot. I just think I should. I mean, come on, that's not right. Or just. Get a pilot for your pilot. I think so. Somebody driving you around. At least have a pilot. So to pay for the Gulfstream, I, I don't know what percentage increase we're going to have to do with our fees, but it's going to have to be it, dramatic. It, it's dramatic. Gonna have to be pretty dramatic. Yeah. So, we're going anyway. to we're gonna have to go with like those ten uh, percent fees that some of those bad <laughs> yeah, funds yeah, had. That one mutual yeah. fund that kept getting smaller and smaller and smaller. Yeah, charging thirty one, eleven percent. They were in the twenties and thirties. Yeah, it kept going up. At any until... rate, so congratulations on that. So you will it, you will be yeah, here very no. quickly. I think it's like a two hour trip from florida or something with a gulf stream in, in the gulf stream yeah, yeah a but different deal in the airstream it's more like several weeks <laughs> i know it is and you've been you've been promoting i love this you have been promoting that if you're in wherever in any, the middle of nowhere, anywhere anywhere and you can b- gather vaguely between florida and seattle washington <laughs> and you can gather three or more people i'll, I'll come hang out we'll I talk money can't believe i still no i'm serious we'll hang out up. and talk money Come over to the KOA campground. We'll hang out around the picnic table and talk money. Bring your own dogs or burgers. Yeah, Yeah, I'm not paying for the dogs or burgers. I'll just give you free chatting. But we can have a little barbecue out there. I've got my I've got my little Weber kettle that's going in. Oh, okay. Make sure make sure you clean it out before you get on the road. 
So. I figure I probably will dump the hot coals uh, somewhere. <laughs> I don't want to know. I don't want to yeah. know. I don't yeah. want to know. So no, I've anyway. got a I've got a 1989 Airstream that I'm in the process of fixing up. 1989, <laughs> and and uh, uh, I, I call I call it Talking Real Money Express Across America. Oh, Across America. Yeah. All right. Anyway, uh, so no, you're not getting a Gulfstream. I've even designed a, a new logo for Never it. Never had a ride on a Gulfstream. Sorry. I, I had a walk on a Gulfstream, a G5 once. Wow. I had a friend who was a pilot for the Saudi royal family. Of course he was. Yeah. And, a, and and he, he used to be an Air Force pilot, and mm-hmm. they hired him to be a pilot for the Saudi royal family. And one time he, they, he brought them to Disney World in Florida, and they were at the Orlando Executive Airport, and Tom says, hey, you want to come uh, see a G5? And I went, heck yeah. So you have friends named Tom who are successful then. Exactly. That's well, no, he, he's, a, he's, he's the Honda pilot of the G5. Ah, okay, exactly. So, you know, he's you the low-budget guy yeah, in, right. in the whole picture. But they, they had a stewardess on board. This place, there was a bed in the back. I think they call them flight attendants now. I could be wrong the about Saudis. that. Not the Saudis. Not the Saudis. No, well, that's not, not the let's, Saudis. Yeah, let's be careful with that. At any rate, you are not getting a Gulfstream. You're crossing the country in your Airstream. And we will transition this program to talk about money in mere moments. Well, there was money involved. Yeah, $20 million okay. for a... For a More for realistic a, money. $20 million for a plane or $19 million for a silver trailer. $19 million for a silver trailer? 19000 Oh, my gosh. <laughs> You're going crazy here. Oh, it's been a rough day. 855-935-TALK, the number. Give us a call. Tom and Don are talking real money. Do you know what your investment risk tolerance is? Take our free no-obligation risk quiz at TalkingRealMoney.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. I just thought of this. Instead of live streaming Talking Real Money, I'll be air streaming Talking Real Money. Yeah, there's a lot of streams going on here. You'll be crossing streams. Yeah. Yeah, stream of consciousness all the way. Yeah, a lot of, yeah, wow. A lot going on. Anyway, you know what I'm going to do next week? I decided this is what I'm going to do. On Talking Real Money, I am going to put up a map of my route. You know, I wouldn't do that if I were you. Why? I think there might be a roadblock by the time you get to about Iowa, be my guess. They'd close you off and send you back. I don't think that's a good idea. I know people in Iowa. Right. I, I, no, I just thought so that the folks can say, oh, look, he's going to be in my neck of the woods. Can't I will we, schedule. Can we put it on our phone so we can watch you driving or something? My three people, my three people <laughs> get together at the KOA in, I just actually booked the KOA yeah. in Bismarck, North Dakota. No. I did. You don't have to go that far north, do you? Well, we are, yeah, All pretty right. much to get to so. Seattle. Yeah. Mm. Seattle's kind of north. <laughs> I, I'm aware of our geography, it, but it's, it's, I thought you could it's go like more the direct. Next, it's right, right next door to Canada. You don't get ah, a lot more north. Okay, well, yeah. And I That's could, what that country is I over there. I can see Canada from my house, as you All know. All right, so. before we get going, the number here, by the way, 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. Give us a call. Can we talk about four-letter words on Please, the show? Uh, I'll ask. Is that Okay. Yeah. yeah, she says fine. All whatever. Right. She, she's All not right. going to get fired. There are two really, there are two really important word, four letter words. Yeah. That uh, expecting you need George to, Carlin to jump in here in a minute. Yeah, four letter words that you need to really know when it comes to investing. There's two of them. One we're going to talk about today. <laughs> and my mind went to a different. One, one. of them is an F word. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
Fees. Yeah. Okay. Fees. Right. Fees. Okay. That's an That's F word. That's not the one mine went to, Fees. but okay, yeah. Okay. No, I didn't. Okay. And I, no, don't even go wherever you went. <laughs> I'm not trying to stop. Because I've known you it's way too long there. and you scare me. I know. It's already there. Go ahead. Uh, the, but the word we're going to talk, the word of the day. Yeah. Okay. The password is, is risk. Oh, okay. Risk. All right. Risk is something that is horribly misunderstood. So well, we're going to have a, yeah. the underlying theme it's of today's show. It's not a very show. good word, actually. Uh, no, it's uh, people hate it. Well, it's not. To, I, I you hate need it, to it know it. It doesn't really. I, I think to most people, they don't understand really when it comes to invest. I think a risk. Mm. I think a total loss. That's what mo- I think. That's is, so. well. When you're right. when they're done with these two hours, they're going to know risk. Yeah, I think they will. All right. Good. All right. That's all I wanted to say. Okay. 855-935-TALK is the number. i got a great risk story coming up for you in just a minute. Oh, my gosh. Talk about taking ridiculous risk. And kind of getting paid for it and then not getting Uh, paid for it. Yeah. Uh, Tom, next? Who's next? Tim? Uh, Mike? told me he was next. I don't know. It's not on the screen. Oh, there it is. Yes, it is. Hey, Mike, welcome to Talking Real Money. (laughs) Hi, Mike. Oh, he's... Hi, Mike. Don't they welcome to Talking on, Real Money. They didn't money. put him on hold. Oh, we have We're a new screener today? waving at our screener, today? Kevin, in there today, and he's... he's uh, oh, he new screener. Is, he, is this his first time? No, he's done this before. Well, then how come he didn't put him on I hold? I don't know. Kelly's going to go help him figure it out. Really? So, yeah. Uh, All right. Anyway. Not, anyway, go ahead. You mean do the risk thing? Well, yeah, I think this. we should. This is a great story. This is a great story. This story just appeared this morning in the New York Times. I had never heard about this. Now, this happened in September of 2018 in a little office in Stockholm called the NASDAQ Clearing. Well, apparently, there is a guy in Norway named Einar Oz, A-A-S. Yes. Einar Oz is... (laughs) Einar Oz. Uh, come on That's now. That's a three-letter word. Yeah, keep he, going. He's the richest. He Well, he, he was. was the richest guy in Norway. For a time. Right. Yeah. Now, Mr. Oz, or Oz. Just call him Oz. Mr. Oz uh, lived in a little fishing village in uh, Nor- Norway. And what he did to make all his money was he traded electric futures contracts. Put a charge into the market, did he? Uh, apparently, you know, electric companies will hedge their future energy prices by selling these options. And yep. he was buying up these options and he was making hundreds of millions of dollars per trade. He found so an the, inefficiency in the market and was capitalizing and was that. exploiting it yeah. to the tune of almost a billion dollars. He even got a seat on what is called NASDAQ clearing. These are these little uh, clearing centers where they clear trades for major banks. Yeah. He got a seat with all these major European banks on this center. They actually gave an individual a seat. So he became part of this group and he could make even bigger trades. Well, he made a trade last year that was so big and went so badly wrong that he almost took down European banking, possibly even global banking. What? He ran Nor- uh, uh, NASDAQ clearing totally out of capital, the capital that backs up all these trades if they go bad. He didn't have enough money to cover it. It, it totally wiped him out. He had no- he didn't Wait a have minute. Enough he money. went from being the richest to the... To being bankrupt wow. on this one trade. It was so big. The banks in Europe had to, out of pocket, put in... 
tens of millions of euros each into this pool to cover these trades because he, it was it totally wiped them out of money, and uh, and and what the they they finally decided that that individuals couldn't have seats on these exchanges anymore. It would only be banks. That was a really dumb thing. But what it shows is this this concept of risk. We get caught up in somebody. We love the story of the of the Mr. Oz who made himself nearly a billionaire playing the market. Yeah, he playing. was playing the market. That he was. That he was. And f- finally, it caught up with him, and his bet, literally bet, went bad because of the weather. The weather took him down. The weather and took him down took the because banks down too. It was overly rainy, and his contract was was uh, expired worthless. All this ah. money, and that he he leveraged himself to the hilt to buy it, and and it was all because there was more rain, so that Norsk Hydro had more electricity than they knew what to do with, and his it killed his tra- it killed his his bet was wrong. And so what that is he is doing now? Do you go back to risk. fishing? Uh, I don't, you know, he wouldn't comment for the article, but I read another piece in the in the Swedish press that said he had reached an agreement with all of these banks to liquidate everything he owned to pay them back, which probably still won't cover it. No, it won't cover it, but it'll it it'll it'll help. And he's now he he lived in this palatial estate on the coast in this city that he had bought all the property around it. As a matter of fact, he was the biggest taxpayer in this tiny city they had they, they, their school budget now is cut because he's broke wow this is in today's new york times today's new york times that's worth fascinating reading. piece yeah very long involved piece okay, about so, cross-border financial stuff and, yeah, yeah so that i mean we can pretty much all agree that that's a large amount of risk betting on futures contracts yeah, right. yeah. but when we come back we'll talk about the real type of risk you should consider taking right we're going to start with the extreme you know this is the kind of risk when you do online trading and stuff like that you know it's the crazy nutso risk that you shouldn't be taking we want to talk about the realities of risk though throughout the show and we want to talk about your level of risk in your portfolio give us a call tom and don are talking real money just about everything you need to know about money can be found at our website talkingrealmoney.com your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. And speaking of risk, it's uh, like boating season now in Seattle. Do you have your dinghy out? I don't have my dinghy, but I do have. I do own a boat, as you know. One week every year, I own a boat. Oh, oh no! They call that renting oh, in America. Oh, okay. Well, I, yeah, I, 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 I know okay. maybe where you come from. That is owning boat, but in America, it's enough. It's enough yeah, for we me. rent so. boat for one week. Don't and make that, me tell the Don McDonald boating the Don story. Falling again. off the yeah, off the tube, off the inner tube. Actually, we'd have to bring Lake in. We'd have to, we'd have to bring somebody else from from the office. They tell it better than I do. So the gurgling sound, <laughs> guys, the whole thing. You guys sit around telling <laughs> embarrassing <laughs> stories <sorry>. about me. <laughs> well, you're. I'm not going back to Lake Chelan this year. Okay, the heck with you. Well, then we'll have to find somebody else to throw in the yeah, water. To dump in the lake. <laughs> 855-935-TALK is our phone number. It's Risk Day on Talking yeah. Real Money, and it's also Talk to You Day, as it is every day on Talking Real Money. And, Mike, we do have you now. Welcome to the show. Hey, Mike. Hi. Yeah, Mike from Puyallup. Thank you for calling us. 
Yeah, oh, thanks for ha- taking my call. Uh, I have a 401k question. Um, I have a 401k through work. I'm 64. Uh, two years ago, I had everything invested in uh, total 100% stocks. And I kind of thought I needed to probably start backing off a little bit. And about that time, they came out with, uh, I have Vanguard at work, and they came out with the, uh, what I thought was like the robo-advisor with financial engines. Yeah. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I thought, well, they probably know a little bit more than I, and I knew that I needed to like get into more probably bond exposure. And so I, I think I did a risk quiz with them kind of thing. Uh, I also did the one that you guys have online. I think I came out at about a 60. But I was kind of concerned that it really swung a little too far to the bonds because right now I'm at like – I think it's 67% or 61% bonds, 27% stock. And then the other thing that I don't ever hear you guys talk about is um, retirement saving trusts. They put me in like 12 or 13% of that. Well, one, that- I, I got to tell you, on topic. Yeah, Are you on really, topic? This is I not a planted call, trust. by the way. We don't know Mike. No. <laughs> don't think we know him. First, First time caller. First time right. caller. I've been wanting to call for months, and right. I've been listening to podcasts since last summer. And I heard financial engines mentioned one time, but I never really heard, you know, anything about them. So I was just, uh, I kind of wanted to make a call. And like, was that kind of a dumb move on my part? Should I just kept managing myself and switched? Well, what rate of ret- what to, rate of return do you need on your money? Oh, well, it'd be nice to get you know the between five and eight percent or so. Yeah. Okay. Here's a couple of things. I, here was my first thought. One, if they have you at sixty-one percent fixed income, well, the trust is bonds too, I believe. Right, but well, well you said his total. Is your total mix sixty-one percent bonds and thirty-nine percent equities? No, it was he had twenty-seven percent no, no, equities. Yeah, huh. 61, 61.3 uh, bonds, twenty-seven point three stock, and eleven point four short-term reserves. Yeah, which is the which is just oh, a short term bond yeah, okay. fund. Yeah, the I mean that's just the same fund. thing. So. Wow, to me that is like hyper conservative. Yeah. That just feels. How old are you? Sixty four. Sixty. Oh, I have it written down right here. There you are. One to one to two uh, more years. Uh, and I've got still. about I've got about three hundred fifty thousand in the account. Um, you got a, you got a sixty on our risk quiz, which tells me that you should probably be around fifty percent stock. Well, at least, kind of thinking. at least, yeah. Hmm. That's I, so. Did what did they t- did they tell you how they arrived at this? Yeah, very conservative theory. portfolio. Uh, well, I know there was some risk management thing that I took when I first set it up, and and then it just from there on it just was like sell off equity, sell off equities, buy these, buy these, and they've got me in the Vanguard. Uh, Total bond market and Vanguard total or Vanguard uh, total international yeah. bond. We're a, yeah, we're a, yeah, not not a we're fan totally, of that. We're totally, and I, I don't have okay. any issues. I don't have any issues with the products. What I'm having a little issue with, and and I can hear it in your voice that you're having a similar issue with it, is the allocation, and and it strikes me as strange unless they come up came up with a totally different risk score for you, risk tolerance score. It strikes me that that one of two things is going on. Uh, either they got something from you that made them think you were extra conservative or there's a little bit of market timing going on there. But either way, I think you should be a little bit more aggressive. And I don't know if you're getting really a lot for the extra money you're paying them. It doesn't sound like it. Thanks for the call, Mike. Tom and Don are talking real money.
It may not be the sexiest website in the world, but it's your one-stop shop for real money information, TalkingRealMoney.com. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. 855-935-8255. That's our number to talk about your financial issues. And you'll get a free copy of my book, Financial Physics. And your calls do not have to be on topic. I want to make that clear. They don't have to be about risk, although risk is involved in almost everything you do with money and it ends up being sort of an underlying theme along the way. Now, we, before the break, we were talking with Mike about his account that he had with just Vanguard, and then he went with Financial Engineering which is now Edelman Financial Engines, as they merged with Rick Edelman's firm to make a behemoth firm, I mean, a massive investment advisory firm. And I, I assume that you're paying a fee to Financial Engines for their advice. Yes. Yes, yes you are. Now, I, I went to Edelman Financial Engines' new Form ADV Part 2 brochure, and here's what it says about ERISA plans, which are qualified retirement plans. It says, and just to stop for, you there for a minute, this is this is like a company-sponsored plan. Co- company-sponsored versus plan. if you just went to these folks as a regular consumer, there's a difference Correct. there. Okay, here the stated direct quote from their ADV: fees for investment advisory services provided to retirement and pension and other ERISA plans will not exceed the fees referenced above for IRA and taxable accounts and may be lower. By the way, may did you read lower. this last week? The, I think it's FINRA that wants to get rid of the mays from the ADV. Oh, that I would love be great. Because it. what does yeah, that mean? What is, may. may. I mean, that is such a ridiculous thing to say. Come on. Whatever the yeah. fee is, say what the fee is. That's well, but they, but So may. what they're saying is that it won't be any higher yeah. Than this fee. Are you ready yeah. for this fee? I, I now, forget what it is. Financial engines used to be inexpensive. Is it one and a half? Now that they've merged, one and a half yeah, is okay. where their I fees start. Right. Yeah. Start at a one and a half, yeah, it's kind of and they the the lowest they go is point nine. What? That is the lowest fee they will ever charge. It says. Unless you say Point May in the meeting, uh, <laughs> unless they say May. <laughs> what? Well, no, where, actually, where does it, it says, break? Oh, wait, wait. Uh, it breaks uh, at it's it's up to two hundred fifty thousand. It's one and a half. Yeah. Then it's one point three on the next two hundred and fifty, and then it's one point one on the next two hundred and fifty, and then it's one on the next two hundred and fifty. So on a million, it's about one point two five, which is a little on the expensive side. Not yeah, outrageous. And, We've seen and, that. But and and once you cross one point or one and a quarter million, then it's point nine flat. On everything, on every dollar. Which, again, is a little on the higher side. But, uh, okay. Now, now but Fair wait. Enough. It says there are instances where a fee might be lower than the percentages Lord. listed All if right. you do some special things for okay, them. Okay, so, so we really don't know what fees. he is. But he fees. is paying fees. Yeah, no question. But, I mean, the question still, going back to Mike, and I know you poo-pooed this a little bit, but I... Here's the, I look at the money this way. What and I know you didn't like my question, but what rate of return do you need on the money? In other words, how much risk, how much volatility yeah. are you willing to handle? Because if you only need to make five percent, maybe they said, "Hey, you could be but mostly said, in bonds." He said five to eight, and yeah, anybody who says yeah, mostly not, in bonds for no, a five to eight is irresponsible because twelve percent returns. 
you cannot expect, you know, on equities. If you're 100% in equities, even though they've happened in the past. No, I wouldn't expect It would be irresponsible for any advisor anywhere, including Dave Ramsey, who's not an advisor, to say you can get 12% on your money by investing in stocks. Okay, then I'll hold it to you. Then in a 60-40, what rate of return do you expect moving forward? It's a total. I would be just guessing. Okay, what's your guessing? (laughs) Six. I think that's reasonable considering the fact that the bond part is paying a little over two right now. Yeah, I I just don't see how it could be much better than that. So, so to buy all that, so just to go back to complete the loop with Mike, I honestly think that it'd be in a portfolio if you're not even retired. Yeah, at sixty four to be in a portfolio that is only one third in stocks, it's kind of outrageous, really. I agree. It's, unless and, and I hope this doesn't come out wrong. Very, but, uh, unless you're talking of, with a very conservative investor. That's a really a portfolio for someone who's kind of old. Or scared. Yeah, who can't take any volatility. And that's a portfolio my mother was in prior to her passing when she was 85. So, And anyway. this is one of the big points of our risk discussion, the word volatility. And that's what we want to talk about out of the break. We need you to rethink risk a little bit. You need to start. You Yes, you can think risk if you're buying a futures contract. That's okay. 855-935-TALK. Tom and Don are talking real money. Tom and I believe in helping everybody become a better investor. That's why we offer lots of free knowledge at TalkingRealMoney.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Okay, today we're talking about R-I-S-K. It's a four-letter word, risk. But it's not really what you should be worried. You should only be worried about R-I-S-K if you're doing R-I-S-K-Y things. Yeah. and it would, Like right. buying a stock yeah, and we or see a futures this. contract. What, I, what I've seen lately is because we've been in this 10-year bull market or, or close to it, mm-hmm. and people have made, you know, 5 6 7% a year, blah, 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 whatever it is, right? And then they wake up and go, but if I had done that, if I bought that stock, if, what about a marijuana stock? Or what about Bitcoin? Or what about something that's, I would have made a lot more money. They get kind of greedy and then they say, oh, and then they could get sold into something. Or they decide to start picking stocks. That's or, risky. Or you know, had you looked back at the guy we talked about earlier, the futures yeah. contract guy, you would have said, I could be a multi, 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 yeah. multi-millionaire by trading futures contracts? Well, it worked for him. There you go. Until it didn't. Remember that Bitcoin thing? People made, like, they they, they got they bought it for, like, $10 and it became $20,000? That's right. Wow. That worked out really today? well for you, $5,700. Okay. Which, by the way, this past week, it was up about 5% I think I did read the, week. I think I saw the headlines about that. It's back. One week, oh, it's back. Yeah. Sakes. Uh-huh. But when you're investing in the entire global economy... People talk about, they say, well, investing in the stock market is too risky right yeah, now because right. it's high. Yep. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. You're buying the economy of the planet. Is the economy of the planet going to become worth less over the next few years and stay there? Really? You honestly think that? Then you I, I you're somebody 
You're somebody who listens to Art Bell or listen to Art Bell late at night, aren't you? No, don't pick on Art. He's been gone for several years. I know. You know that, but he lived in a cave in Nevada. I think it was a trailer, with, actually, with a with a foil hat on his head. Yeah, that he did. He oh, was talking about maybe risk it was averse. A, maybe it was an airstream. <laughs> Probably. Well, he, I'll be in my aluminum trailer. One of those guys better would, than an aluminum hat. He would not have trusted the Gulf Stream. That's for sure. So no. 855-935-8255. Give us a call. We'll talk about your financial issues, as we're going to do with Larry right now. Hi, Larry. Welcome to the show. Yes, thank you. Uh, I wanted to ask you, Don, I've been hearing conversations about uh, these major, major companies that are buying back their stock. Uh, does that, is there any indication that comes out of these big companies like Amazon, for example, buying back their own stock at certain times versus other times. Well, Amazon, by the way, Amazon has not bought back any of their stock. They okay. have not. Apple, on the other hand, though, has been yes. buying up their stock like mad. What does that mean? It they want to eliminate they... the number of shares that are in the right. float that are out there for people to buy and sell. Uh -huh. And what okay. that does, as a matter of fact, just last week after Apple announced a I can't remember the exact amount. I think it was $80 billion, No, eight, eight. I don't remember. It was a multi-billion dollar buyback. And they announced, here's, here, this was a brilliant little trick on, on uh, Tim Cook's part. They announced disappointing earnings and disappointing yeah. revenue. But at the same time. At the time, same time, they bought back their stock and the stock price went up. Up, way up. And why do companies do that? Let's talk about that. Primarily, by the way, it's a balance sheet issue. Okay. It just makes it, it just sort of cleans up, you know, it, it, it makes things look better. Two. Uh -huh. Number two. It reduces the dividend payment that right. they make so dramatically. They make right. So you have fewer people to pay that dividend to. For them. Yeah, no, it's it is good for all them, about them. And it's, yeah, right. It's good for the share. It's good for the the remaining shareholders, too, because it reduces the, the, the number of shares outstanding. And stocks Correct. are a supply and demand product. If yes. you reduce the supply and the demand remains constant, one thing must happen. The price must go up. Okay. I see. But okay, I think what you're, what you're asking is, should I buy stock? What I get the sense is, should I buy, you know, shares of companies that are buying back? Is that what you're asking? Yeah, that's pretty much yeah, it. Yeah, I kind of thought so. And the answer is yes. Oh. Well, you shouldn't be no. buying into Okay, I, but I'm saying... <laughs> Yes, as part of a diversified portfolio. Don's going crazy. We do not right. recommend you buy, nor do we use for our clients, individual equities because they take on a ton of risk. You have but, to be careful because somebody could have just tuned out yeah, right after you said right, yes, well, and they're going to go, I'm off, buying Apple, click. Don't drive off the road or anything. Buy it as part of a diversified portfolio. The, it should not be eliminated due to that factor. I'll put it that way. Now, Is that better? Just just for for the our other side of the argument there is an argument made that economically it is bad for the country well, yeah there to is... have companies buying back their stock when instead for example apple could have taken that tens of billions of dollars sure. and and put it into r&d on the new apple car or something um, instead of just buying back shares. Well, buying back and, shares is sort of a safe, easy thing to do. And the other question that I think is bigger in some ways is the fewer, recently fewer number of companies that are traded publicly. That is a huge issue. That's a big issue. It's actually reducing the amount of investable assets Correct. for the 
for the public, right. for uh, institutions and the public. Does that answer your question, uh, Larry? Yeah, it sure does. I'm glad uh, for a thorough explanation of that. I wondered what was going on and why. Thank you. Yeah, you're Thanks, welcome. Larry. They're sitting Appreciate around a lot of money, oh. and they want to, they you know, as I say, What's sort of clean e- things it really up. It really is the easiest thing. And Apple, by, they have so much money yeah. sitting around. Literally, they have money piled up in big piles. <laughs> I'm going to run by there later today. It, over like, over at over in Tim Cook's basement. <laughs> He's stacking Just the bills. Like, He's stacking the bills up in the basement. Okay, I, I, yeah. I didn't mean literally. I meant fake. I think they did fix up the one problem, though, about having all the money offshore, right? Because they cleaned that they up did. with the tax. They act. did. They, got, they, they, yeah. they had a, a tax break bringing right. it back. Yeah, right. So they, they don't have all the money sitting holiday. in Ireland or wherever it always was. It was um, most of it was in Ireland. Yeah, I don't I, green or something. I don't know what the anyway. The, 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 I, the I, I'm just asking. I'm just asking. And so. what they were doing is that they had so much of it, they were sewing it into clothes for St. Patrick's Day <laughs> for the wearing of the green. Yeah, I'll take my hat, not the clothes. They're not. You know, do they? I don't think they even really celebrate St. Patrick's Day in Ireland. That's an American thing, from what I've read. So I think you're we're right. We're way past that. I think you're right. Do we have another holiday coming up? Oh, we do. Mother's Day. A week from tomorrow? Oh, come on now! I'm, I, I'm. My mom's not listening. What a fakey <laughs> holiday! Oh, oh, I'm gonna let him say that one. And so I hate not Father's wait. Day too. You're not I gonna hate do anything. Father's you're not Day. gonna do anything for your wife on Mother's Day. I. She made me do something. Yeah, she said you got to get me this for Mother's Day. I don't remember what it was, oh, okay. but it was something. So right. I, I always say, honey, you're not my mother. That doesn't. That never flown at my house. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> not for a minute. <laughs> Not for I, one. Iota. I've been a talk show. The I've been second. a talk show host longer than you. That's true. That's so, true. Yeah, I'm more. You want to try to squeeze another call in, or to go to the top of the hour? Up to you. Oh, got to go to the top of the hour. Okay. We only have one minute. Okay. All right. But we can talk more about risk, which I think is important. Well, this is this is this is the question, and again, risk. I just don't like the word. I like volatility because that's really at the end of what you should be willing to Based take. on what we suggest people right. do, volatility is the appropriate word. But for far too many people, they think uh, they rightly should think about the possibility of losing everything when they buy individual stocks like Apple, when they yeah. uh, when, when they make when bets they on various time. markets. Yeah. When they try to say, well, the market feels a little frothy right now. I mm-hmm. don't think I'll get in. I, I think the risks are a bit too high. I'll wait this one out. Yeah. No, that's, that, right. that's That's actually taking risk, not avoiding risk. Indeed because it is. Because most, most of the time, stocks go up, folks. They do. They go up more than they go down. And that's pretty much financial physics in a nutshell. They got to go up more than they go down because if they go down more than they go up, this is just common sense. What happens if the stocks of the entire planet go down more than they go up? World bankruptcy. Tom and Don are talking real money. Download the advisor interview form and find out if your advisor's a fiduciary at talkingrealmoney.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Our job is to help you understand money, investing, and retirement. Get it right so that it'll work for you. And we do that with our show you're listening to and with our classes. And next Saturday, very special Brunch Ed next Saturday morning in Bellevue, where I'll be talking about how to build a retirement portfolio, how to create retirement income, how to get the most from Social Security. Next Saturday morning, 9 a.m. in Bellevue. It's a special Brunch Ed, and you can register now by going to TalkingRealMoney.com. That is TalkingRealMoney.com.
We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. Are we done now?